coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. Hello, and thanks for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast today. So today I'm going to take a, a post I put on one of my social media platforms recently, and I'm going to read the post word for word, then I'm going to just share with you a few comments and talk to those comments. It, 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 it's not important uh, who who shared some of the con- comments. I, I'll The ones that were positive, I'll, I'll say the name because they're being positive and and uh, no reason not to share their name. But th- the main one I'm going to share, it's not really negative. It's just disagreeing with a post. So I'm going to use it and turn it into a lesson. And uh, I don't know if that person listens to the podcast or not. doesn't even matter, but I'm not going to say their name. But I'm going to just share what they said and talk to, to those those points. Because I'm really glad that they, they posted what they shared. And then I'll share with you what I shared with them. On, on the social media post. But if you follow me on this podcast, I hope you follow me on my social media because, and my wife Rhea also, because we're constantly putting out content on a daily basis. We don't put it out all day, but we put something out, at least something every day to provoke thought and raise awareness, which is somewhat what this post is about. So I'm going to just dive right into the, to the post that I made. I'm going to start reading it here in just a second. I'll tell you when I start reading it, and I'm going to just read it word for word until I get to the end. I'll let you know when I'm done so you'll be able to kind of keep track. But in the beginning, it's going to be a little bit repetitive on purpose, so just just bear with me. You're going to be like, what is this thing stuck? Is it just looping? No, I wrote it that way on, on purpose, so you'll figure that out once we get past the repetitive component. So I'm about to start right now. Over my 30-year career, I've often heard people say, the people I work with are terrible. I need a new job. Then later the person says, I got a new job. It's a lot better than where I was. The people are a lot better too. Then some time passes. And the person says, the people I work with are terrible. I need a new job. Then later the person says, I got a new job. It's a lot better than where I was. The people are a lot better too. Then some time passes, and the person says, The people I work with are terrible. I need a new job. For these people, the story I just shared simply repeats for years, decades, and for some, their entire careers. What I can tell you with 100% certainty is this. If Bob has a problem everywhere Bob goes, Bob is the problem. Whether Bob knows it or not, whether Bob believes it or not, whether Bob admits it or not. This is because Bob creates distrust everywhere Bob goes, and he thinks everyone else is the problem. This is because when things go wrong, Bob looks out the window for someone to blame instead of looking in the mirror and taking responsibility. Bob thinks this is what everyone else is doing. He may or may not be right. 
But Bob's problem is him, not them. If Bob blames his coworkers for his problems, they don't like Bob. If Bob talks behind his coworkers and his leaders back, they don't like Bob. If Bob hasn't developed himself, Bob probably has to take any job he can find or he has to keep working with all the bad people he's already working with until he can find some more bad people to work with. Bob has a problem. Bob has character flaws and no desire to address them or no awareness of them. As a result, he truly believes all of his problems are someone else's fault. In case you missed it, if Bob has a problem, everywhere Bob goes, Bob is the problem. The writing is clearly on the wall, but Bob is too close to the wall to see what is written on it. Everyone who isn't up against Bob's wall can see the writing clearly on the wall. Until Bob changes what needs to be changed, Bob will continue to have problems everywhere Bob goes. The face we see least is our own. So that, that ends the, the social media post. So that's, that's something I just shared. I share things like that. I don't always write a long post like that. Sometimes I do. A lot of times I'm sharing just a meme that's got, got an individual quote. Sometimes I share some thoughts like that to go with the meme. Sometimes I just share the, the thoughts with no meme or no picture quote. And so I just wanted to share that with you today. And also, again, follow me on Facebook. Follow me on social media. I mean, on uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is my main primary platform, but I copy everything I post on LinkedIn and I share it on uh, other, other social media platforms. But if you're not on LinkedIn, you need to be on LinkedIn if you're trying to grow and develop your professional career. So that's what I've said. If you've listened to all my podcasts, you've heard me talk about Bob and Bob's problem before. But you ain't heard me share what I just shared because I just wrote it four days ago. I didn't go back and look at something I had already written. I just come up with something new. Sometimes I do that. But I want to share with you some of the some of the responses I got on that post. And especially the one that really questioned it. Because the person who wrote that, they're not the only ones who questioned it. And it's obvious because there are a lot of Bobs out there. But my friend, uh, Thelma Morales, she responded perfectly right. She agrees with me. And, and I told her, I told Thelma, I said, the evidence to support the belief is everywhere. I've seen it everywhere. Like I started off that post with. I, I, I've seen this for 30 years. I've had people provide the evidence to support the belief for 30 years. I supported it for myself for many, many years. But Thelma, Thelma's, there's a story about behind Thelma. So it's pretty cool to see Thelma following me. She's following me on Facebook, actually. That's where I saw her comment. Uh, but I posted it again first on LinkedIn. But she follows me on Facebook. And Thelma, if you've heard me talk before about being in Guatemala in 2013, which is nine years ago now. Thelma was my in interpreter one day. And she was with me one day. I had to go speak to 50 pastors. We spoke to all kinds of business leaders, executives, city and government officials and leaders and 
and uh, business owners, all kind of leaders, 20,000 leaders, 150 of us spoke to 20,000 leaders while we were in Guatemala. We actually trained them through a half-day session. 150 of us basically took 50 people at a time across multiple days. It was only like three days, but it totaled up to be like 20,000 leaders that we developed that week. But anyway, Thelma, I had two interpreters. One of them was named Bertha, and the other one was Thelma. So Thelma helped me translate what I was teaching to all these pastors who didn't speak English. What's cool about the whole story is Thelma still following me nine years later. And she follows uh, Rhea and me and, and, and quotes and, and makes comments sometimes. So that's pretty cool to hear from her. Someone else here named Glenn says, I see this happening all the time, talking about my story related to Bob. He says, I see this happening all the time. I've often wondered what the trigger is to wake people up to this. My own experience in waking up to such truths have involved some 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 sort of life collapse. Meaning he had to. <laughs> he got woke up. Something in life woke him up. And it was not a good thing. If something in life is uh, some sort of life collapse, that doesn't sound good. I don't know exactly what Glenn was talking about. What I shared back with Glenn... I shared, I said, often it takes someone from the outside to provoke thought that raises awareness. But ultimately, it requires a person to change their values. They must choose to value responsibility over blame. So that's that's another uh, another response, and, and my response to another comment, I should say. And that's what I try to do for you on this podcast. It's what I try to do through you do for you through my books. It's what I try to do for people through my social media posts. Is I try to be that something from the outside that's provoking thought and raising awareness. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what needs to change. But I know this, if you want a better life, something needs to change and you need to be responsible for figuring out what it is and then making it happen. You need to look in the mirror and say, I'm responsible. Bob's got a problem everywhere Bob goes. Bob is responsible. But if Bob thinks the problem is out the window, looking for somebody else to blame, well, what's out there may never change. And if what's out there never changes, guess what? Bob gets to remain miserable. But Bob can change today. And things can start getting better immediately. Even if what's out there never, ever changes. So another another comment from uh, Brandy Biswell out in Kansas City. I know she. We got to meet Brandy one time. We were out there speaking to a, a Santa Fe Towing Company, and we stopped by and met Brandy. And I, it's cool to see her still following. Don't know if she listens to the podcast, maybe, but I don't know. But she she says excellent post, spot on. And I thanked her for that comment. And she can only say that because she understands what I was saying in that post. That post is full of principles. Principle is, if I take responsibility, I can make my life better. If I wait for somebody else to do it, it may never get better. Just kind of talked about that. So another another comment that I received on that post, it was from Jimmy Collins. And you guys listen long enough, you've heard me talk about Jimmy Collins. He was Truett Cathy's third employee at Chick-fil-A back 1967 as Truett Cathy was building the Chick-fil-A 
brand and empire. It wasn't empire then, it was a startup. And Jimmy was the third employee. He was actually a contract employee to begin with, and Jimmy was doing drafting, and he drafted the, did the layout and design of the first Chick-fil-A that opened in Greenbrier Mall in Atlanta, Georgia. And he wasn't an employee then, he was just contracted to do the drafting. But Truett saw something in him, and he liked it, and he knew where he was going to take Chick-fil-A, and he, he ended up hiring Jimmy as his third staff employee. And so Jimmy retired in 2001 when Chick-fil-A, under Truett Cathy's leadership and Jimmy Collins' leadership, the two of them together had reached $1 billion. They went from startup to $1 billion in sales by 2001. And Jimmy retired after 33 years, almost 33 years. And uh, he retired as the chief operating officer and president, president and chief operating officer, COO of Chick-fil-A in 2001. He's still uh, making things happen. He's got a great book called Creative Followership in the Shadow of Greatness. And I uh, highly encourage you to check out his book. But he follows me. I can't believe it. He's been a personal friend and mentor of mine in Rio since 2015. I mean, that's uh, seven years now that I've, I've known Jimmy and talked to him, but I, I still can't believe he follows me on social media and comments on <laughs> what I'm posting about, but he does. And he's in his mid-80s now, and he's still going and growing and making an impact, and he added some value to my post. He basically reinforced what I was saying, and what Jimmy says means a lot to me because Jimmy is a high-impact individual, a high-impact leader, high impact team player he's a person of extremely high character what i know about jimmy is jimmy knows what jimmy's talking about that's a lot different than bob having a problem everywhere bob goes so anybody who thinks the bob ain't the problem they don't know what uh jimmy and i know and what a lot of other people know so when jimmy says something i love it so here's what jimmy said to that post he said it is not the place it is the person. Until we recognize that the only thing we can change is ourself, nothing will change. In my comment, my reply was true, Jimmy. That's 100% truth when you're talking about taking responsibility for your life. And really, what my post was about is what's wrong in your life. Like with Bob, his job, he thought his job was bad. He thought the organization was bad. He thought the people were bad. And maybe they were. But Bob's problem is Bob's got a problem, and he doesn't even know it. Let's say every one of those people were bad. Every one of those organizations were bad. Let's just say that. Why is Bob working there? Why does he ever even start working there? Why does he keep working there? And he didn't in my story. He left, right? But why is he, why is he there to begin with? Why isn't he attracting high-impact leaders and high-impact organizations? Why is he not interviewing the people who are interviewing him? Because if he understands enough about what I know about and what Jimmy Collins knows about, he can go in and interview the people. Why don't he have options not to have to take just any job? And it may be Bob ain't the kind of person that a high-impact, high-character employer wants to hire. So he ain't never going to have that kind of job. Why ain't Bob starting his own company? See how this works? When you look in the mirror, you got to find out how am I responsible. Then you got to address it. So this next one, I got it this morning. 
I got this reply, this this comment this morning, which why why I decided to do a podcast on it. I was already going to record several episodes today, get get a few weeks ahead in case things pop up, which they already have. So I like to stay ahead on most of my podcasts. Sometimes I'm two, three weeks ahead. Sometimes I'm two or three months ahead. But anyway, this popped up this morning. And right before I started uh, recording this podcast, I actually replied to this person. I'm not going to say their name, but I will read what they said, and I'll share what I replied back. But as I was walking in here to do the podcast, I thought, well, I'm going to do a podcast on this. This might be relevant to a lot of people, especially when I share the comments in my replies. So you'll see completely different mindset than Jimmy Collins. Jimmy Collins was in agreement. I'm responsible. Right? One more time, I'm going to read Jimmy's reply or comment. He says, it is not the place, it is the person. Until we recognize that the only thing we can change is ourselves, nothing will change. Jimmy and I are in alignment. Now, this person wrote something. We're not in alignment. The reason we're not in alignment because they don't think it's Bob's fault. They think somebody else's fault. And they're free to think that. They're also free to deal with the consequences of thinking that. So I'm going to share this. Again, not going to share the person's name. I'm just about to read the comment that they replied to the post that I made, which I opened this podcast with. This person says, maybe the problem is the idea that everything is framed as an individual issue. Maybe Bob's problem is that he is completely demoralized from years of toiling in a system that is built on exploitation. Maybe Bob doesn't realize this and has internalized the message that everything is ultimately the individual's fault. Maybe the base of our entire way of life is structured this way to keep everyone divided. That's the end of that person's comment there. So they had a completely different take. And I'm going to tell you, I ain't following that person's advice on anything to do with the type of stuff I talk about because they obviously see things completely different. They happy to keep doing what they're doing? I'm happy to keep what I'm doing. But I'm going to tell you what, if Bob reads that comment, all that does is justify Bob's problem of being the problem because somebody just agreed with him that he's not the problem. Somebody else is the problem. So here's my re reply to that person's comment. I said, in the example you described, Bob is the problem because he chose to, in quotes here, toil in a system built on exploitation, end of quote. Why? There could be many reasons, but he didn't have to. He chose to. I and many others chose not to remain in that system. How? By taking responsibility for our lives. The problem with thinking the issue lies outside of ourselves is that we must wait for things beyond our control to change before we have a chance at a better life. And whatever needs to change out there, in quotes, may never change for the better. In that case, our lives won't get better and may even get worse. I'll never take that chance or recommend anyone else to either. I prefer to look in the mirror and take responsibility for the life I'm living and want to help others do the same. I'm privileged to hear their success, success stories all the time. A lot of their success stories all the time. When I take control, I can make changes that will 
make my life instantly better. I don't have to wait. I choose to be in control of my life. Could I transfer responsibility to others? Absolutely. That's easy. Just find someone to blame. Will I do that? Absolutely not. I prefer to chart my own course and to support others who want to chart their course too. And that's the end of my my reply to that person. So you can see I didn't get ugly with them. I was nice. They probably didn't like it. They may come back and say something negative. That's just the way it works out in social media. I actually don't respond to a lot of people who disagree. And it's not because I don't want to have a conversation with them. Usually if they disagree, I've learned over the years, you're not going to do a whole lot of mind changing or a whole lot of teaching confronting someone with a type character to just get on a post and just openly just disagree with it. I don't have a problem with them doing that. It's great. You can see how I just used it uh, to make a lesson out of. I don't care what anybody posts, what kind of comment they post. All they're doing is shining the light on their own character. And this person really didn't do it. It was not even really bad. But some people do. They, they shine the light on their terrible character. This person just seems to be thinking. And I provoked thought in that person, which was my intent. And they shared it with me, which is awesome. But they still missing the point. Why are they missing the point? I have no idea. But they still missing it. The problem I have with that is other people will say, yeah, that's the same thing I was thinking. It ain't Bob's problem. It's the system problem. And I go back to what I said earlier. If there's a problem with the system, why am I playing in the system? You pick out any country on the planet. With Most all of them have poor leadership in government. That's just the way it is. That's just... That, that's who wants to go play in, in that sandbox. People with poor character. I don't get into politics. I, I ain't worried about politics. I, I'm, I'm worried about living my life in an effective way within the system, which is what that person was talking about earlier. That maybe it's the system. Well, I can tell you, in the United States, this system causes a whole lot of people a whole lot of problems. I can tell you something else. In the United States, this system allows people who want to lead themselves well to do amazing things in life. Same exact system, two different people, two different mindsets, two different ways of seeing the world. You understand what I'm saying? You can find that anywhere. You can find children who grow up in a, a terrible family situation. Just say there's two kids to make it simple. Two kids grow up in a terrible family system, meaning the family is terrible. The mother and the father both are terrible. Terrible examples, terrible character. That's the family system. You can see those two kids grow up together in the same exact family. One of them moves out, moves away from that family and thrives in life. They take all the bad lessons they were taught and make sure they're never going to be that way. The other child gets moves on into adulthood. Hood. They don't thrive. They take a dive. They use what happened to them as an excuse to be angry at the world, to make bad decisions. There's nothing worse than somebody saying, 
I did something bad to somebody because somebody else did something bad to me. Somebody may have done something bad to you, but if you've done something bad to somebody else, it's because you chose to. What happened yesterday ain't got nothing to do with what you did today. What's got something to do with what you did today is you. That's a hard pill for people to swallow. Personal responsibility is not for the weak. It's for the strong. That's why the strong go out and thrive, because they know how to take personal responsibility. It's what I try to help companies do. But see, until a leader takes responsibility for the organization, because if they're in a leadership role, they're responsible. Not only do they have to be responsible for themselves, they've got to be responsible for the organization. Just like I said, when Bob worked in those organizations, I wasn't focused on the organization. I was focused on Bob because for Bob to fix his problem, Bob got to work on himself. But now if I flip the script and I talk about terrible organizations with terrible leaders and terrible people within the organization, that leader is not taking responsibility as a leader. First, they're not taking personal responsibility to become a high-impact leader just for themselves to win. But if they're a formal authority leader, they got to help other people win. Again, I said it wrong. They don't have to. They should. If they want to be a high-impact leader, they will. Just because they're the boss doesn't mean they have to do anything. They can be a terrible boss. But when I talk about responsibility of a leader, high-impact leader, they got to grow and develop themselves and grow and develop their people. There's no other way to have a high-performance team. You've got to have high-impact individuals, high-impact team players, high-impact leaders from top to bottom. Whose responsibility is that? The top leader. If that's not happening, it's the top leader's fault. They got to look in that mirror and say, I'm responsible, not just for me, but for the organization. So if you listen to me long enough, you know that's how I talk about things. I'm either talking about it from a leadership perspective, I'm responsible for me and others, or from a personal growth and development perspective. How do I lead myself well in life, at home, and at work? So that I'm not miserable. The number one thing you got to do is quit blaming somebody else. Dr. Henry Cloud says blame is comfort food for the soul. He is so right. Makes you feel good to blame somebody else. Because guess what? You don't have to do anything. You can blame, blame, blame. You can go find some other people who feel just like you and they'll blame somebody with you. I mean, you turn on social media. I post on social media every day. I hardly read any social media. I ain't interested in what all's going on out there. I'm interested in what's going on in here, meaning in, inside of me, inside of my life. Yes, I got to navigate all that, but I don't have to be a part of it. I don't, I don't care nothing about getting on social media and hearing everybody whine about everything. I mean, it's just pathetic. There are a lot of bobs out there. There are a lot of Bobs who have a problem and don't know they're the problem. That's why I'm on the mission I'm on. To provoke thought, raise awareness. Again, people who are like Bob who want to blame, they're going to see my post, they're going to look for somebody to blame. That's just what they do. Why do I want to have a conversation with those people? Just like what I shared with you. That person made their comment, and it wasn't bad at all. Then I shared my comment. So this person is either going to be open-minded and, and try to look for some reality in there 
they may not reply at all, or they may have a positive reply. But 90% of the time, this is why I don't reply to those kind of posts. 90% of the time, they're going to become more reactive. They're they going to think, they're going to understand I'm not with them. I'm not blaming somebody else. And they're going to try to blame, blame, blame. They're probably going to blame me. And, and I ain't getting into back and forth with somebody like that. They don't want to change. That's fine. They don't have to change. But also, I don't have to interact with these people. I'm looking for people who want to live a better life. And if they haven't been living a better life, but they want to, the first thing they got to do is open their mind, have the courage to challenge their own way of thinking. And if they don't want to, they don't have to. But I ain't interacting with those people. I don't want to force somebody to do so. I ain't looking for compliance. I'm looking for commitment. People who are committed to change to make their life better. I don't ever want to tell somebody what to do. I'll teach you about principles and tell you if you want to get this result, kind of like gravity. If you don't want to fall off the cliff, don't step off the cliff. Don't get close to the edge of the cliff. Because if you do, you go too far, gravity is going to take over and you ain't got nothing to do with gravity. Gravity is going to do what gravity does. It's going to take you down. Principles of human influence and human interaction, human effectiveness, they're the exact same way. They rule. When you see somebody blaming and moaning, groaning and whining, they're going against principles. They're mad because they stepped off the cliff and they fell to the bottom. They think that ain't the way life works. Well, that's exactly how life works. You choose your actions, but you can't choose the consequences that flow from your actions. Natural laws and principles are going to do that for you. So I hope you enjoyed this little episode based off of a recent social media post. Let you kind of be interactive with it. But I hope you follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook, Instagram, some of the other ones too. I post in a lot of different places. I'm going to leave you with this thought today. Bob's got a problem everywhere Bob goes. Bob is the problem. Shine, don't whine. Talk to you next time. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others now available on audio along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.